So last week I talked about um, uh, hunger scale and how to identify a way, give you a tool to identify how you can tell when you're really hungry. Because one of the reasons that many of us, myself included, overeat is we don't really pay attention to when we're hungry and we don't pay as much attention to when we're full. So that contributes to overeating. And and the hunger scale will definitely help you with that. Now, one of the things that I combine with a hunger scale is a food journal. Uh, don't don't tune me out because I know at some point in time somebody's just going, oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to talk about this. I want to hang up the phone. I'm just not going to food journal, all those negative thoughts that go around it. And you know what? I guess that's pretty natural to have them, but what I can tell you when it comes to the science of losing or maintaining weight, one of the areas that has consistently um, shown success has been food journaling. Food journaling. People who food journal have success at losing weight. And I want to talk about combining, now that you have some awareness on the food, on the uh on the uh, hunger scale of combining that with food journaling and, you know, a a real easy way to get started. So my name is CJ Johnson and my background is actually in the golf industry and I had a wonderful career that I got from just simply being able to swing a golf club. It was fantastic. But while I was developing that career, like any corporate career, it was to the exclusion of everything else. And by the time I was 38 years old, I weighed over 250 pounds. I managed to lose that weight, and I have kept it off from then until now, and I'm going to be 57 in a couple of months. I I, I love the TR90 products. They are fantastic. When they came into existence in 2013, Protein Boost, and, and actually the Protein Boost was, was uh, the precursor to Protein Boost, was in the New Skin family before that. But Protein Boost is particularly one of my favorites. Not a day goes by uh, that I don't put a little Protein Boost into um, something that I'm eating to help to take care of my body or to help with recovery after I've been working out. So I love the New Skin products, but it's not just drink a shake or take a pill and get skinny. There's a lot of work that goes into maintaining a healthy lifestyle, and that's what this call is dedicated to doing. So if you missed last week, uh, Tuesday, go back and listen to the hunger scale. Uh, I think that's a tool, or I know that's a tool, that, that you can use to really understand and get in touch with your body and feed your body as it needs to be fed. Feed your body the fuel that it needs because that's what food is. Food is fuel. And too many times we look at food as uh, from an emotional standpoint, from a social standpoint, from a variety of other standpoints. And, And we forget that it's fuel for our body. And when you give something too much fuel, when you give your car or when you give your body too much fuel, you're going to put on additional weight. So that starts to the food journaling, right? Um, now, I have always recommended traditional food journaling, which meant, and the way that I was originally taught, um, I was actually originally taught using Weight Watchers. And so at the time, Weight Watchers had an online program, and it wasn't point. 
Uh, this was back in 2001, um, so early online days. It wasn't points. You went in and you measured out your food, you recorded your food, and you put it into the online program. And I think it, it may have calculated out points for you. I'm kind of forgetting now. Um, but it calculated out what you had for the entire day. And so I became very accustomed to measuring things and to writing them down. I've always recommended that. Now, people have been hesitant to do that. And I get that. It's cumbersome. It can be difficult to learn. You're holding yourself accountable. Um, A lot of people would tend to eyeball foods instead of actually measure them, which is not generally uh, accurate for most people. And so when I've been coaching people, as much as I know that this tool can help, I saw a um, extreme resistance to it. So I I work in two ways with that. One is to talk about why we're resistant to it and what's going on in our thinking, but that's not what I want to focus on this call today is I want to give you a simple way just to start to food journal. Um, That's to simply just write down what you plan to eat. Now, I usually do that the evening before. So um, last night, I wrote down the things that I was going to eat today. And my goal for that food journal is a couple of things. Number one, I want to write down everything that I plan to eat. So if I plan to have a shake as a snack, I'm going to write that down. Let's say you plan to have a piece of cheese as a snack you're going to write that down. So the night before, I just simply sit down and I write down. So as an example, my breakfast this morning is going to be what I call a power bowl, a power bowl. And so inside that power bowl, it's steel cut oats with, uh, today I'm going to have um, five strawberries and and I don't even have to write the amount, but that's normally what I get. I'm going to have strawberries, blueberries, uh, protein boost, inside of it, and a little bit of oat milk. And that's going to be my breakfast. So I write that down. I don't even necessarily have to write the quantities down with that. Um, For lunch, I I wrote down I'm going to have a veggie salad with um, uh, ranch dressing for lunch. And for dinner, I'm going to have a stir fry with tofu and I told you I had some bok choy and some greens if you were on early that a friend brought in from her garden so that's going to be my dinner so I wrote those things down last night now even if you don't write it down the night before get in the habit of just writing it down when you're eating it so just pull out a piece of paper don't you don't have to use or if you're a big phone person you could use your notes section um, on your on your phone if you want to, but you don't have to go into Fitness Pal or um, My Fitness Pal or um, the other one is Lose It. You don't have to go in there. Just simply start by writing down what you're eating when you eat it. What that does for us is a couple of things. First of all, it makes us accountable to our choices we start to have an awareness. 
of when we're eating. That's the very first thing. Um, It starts to give us an awareness sometimes of where we're eating. So if you're writing down things that you're eating, perhaps you're eating a meal while you're preparing your meal, right? You're snacking on the food that you're preparing for dinner. So you eat all these calories before you actually sit down to eat your dinner. So it helps to start to give us an awareness of when we're eating as well. Not just what we're eating, but when we're eating. When you start to combine that with the tool that I gave you last week, which is the hunger scale, you have two really powerful tools to help you to understand when your body needs fuel. And if you feed your body only when it needs it, I venture to say you're going to start to find that it's easier to lose as well as maintain your weight. Most of the time, we have issues, right, because we're over-consuming. And most of the time, we're over-consuming for reasons other than actually being hungry. Um, We may also find that as we start to do this, that we are adding a lot of calories into our diet because of what we drink, be it coffee drinks, alcohol, sodas, juices, all those types of things that we may not even be consciously aware of. So here's a couple of tips for keeping that food journal so number one, like I just said, write it down as soon as you consume it. Don't wait till the end of the day because, frankly, your, recu- your re- recollection is going to be less accurate. There are things that you are going to want to forget to include. So as an example, maybe you nibbled on a couple pieces of cheese while you were cooking. Maybe you had the kids or the grandkids over and you cut off the crusts from their sandwiches and you ate the crust. Those are all the sorts of things. They don't typically get included in a food journal and, and that we don't think of as calories. We put those out of our minds right away. Um, so make sure that you, that you <coughs> write it down as soon as you um, consume it. That includes your beverages. So if you're going out, you're having a Starbucks, you're having a latte, or perhaps it's the evening and you're having a glass of wine, make sure that you can make sure that you write those down. Uh, and like I said, you can just simply use your um, a, p- a piece of paper and a pen or your notes app. Start by just writing it down. That's the place to begin. You combine this with the food scale later on. Once you've developed the habit of, once you've developed the habit of just writing things down, Now you can start to work with the food scale and say, okay, what was my level of hunger when I started eating this meal? Where was I at? Um, And one of the things that I encouraged you in the hunger scale was to be somewhere around a minus two when you began eating. Was I at a minus two? Or you may find out that you were eating just because it was noon or a time that you generally have a meal. It had nothing to do with you being hungry. What were you when you stopped eating? What number were you? Were you a a plus one or getting towards a plus two, which would be full or satisfied? So you start to have more awareness 
around the hunger scale as well. So the food journal really kind of enhances the hunger scale. And in addition, it keeps us accountable because it's so easy to forget all those little snacks that we tend to have. And um, we tend to have a lot of snacks. I was doing some research, just a side note, I was doing some research on the snack industry yesterday. In 1970, um, the average, okay, I'm going to screw up that. I'm going to stop with that one. Let let me go back. The the snack market has increased substantially from 1970. Um, At the time, and back in 1970, the average person used to have one snack a day. Now the average American has 2.5 snacks per day. Those snacks add up. We wonder why more than 75% of us are actually obese. And and that is the correct uh, that is the correct thing. So start with a food journal. Just start by writing things down. Okay, that's the first step. Just start by writing things down. See if you can get in the habit of that. The second step would be to start to combine that with a hunger scale. That gives you two powerful tools to help keep your eating on track. And then the third step to that would be to write things down the night before. That's the real accountability. Plan out your meals. Um, because when you get that accountability, then there are tools that you can have to uh, keep from snacking, mind tools that we can use once you've got those in place already. So hopefully that gives you uh, an, another tool to help you on your weight management journey. At the top of the hour, if you go over to Facebook Live, uh, one of our uh, new skin leaders will be helping you to learn to grow a business. But in the meantime, I'm going to take the call off mute.